0: Thanks to everyone who supported our Patreon. For extra content, make sure you go check out patreon.com slash boards and swords. Live from Swordplay Studios, it's time for boards and swords. What? some reason i keep stretching like i need to be limber while i'm doing this Mm. but hey out there everybody and welcome to boards and swords this is a podcast where we have fun talking about board games and entertaining people at the same time i'm one of your hosts my name's chris renshaw Uh, on the other side of the internet we've got colin and cindy pastorius hello hello and then shortly just down the internet from them is uh, Mr. Philip Herbig? What's going on, everybody?
1: He's just a couple of tubes over.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if it if it's the uh, information superhighway, he's the next he's the next stop. I forgot what they're called. <laughs> Off ramp, exit. Thank you. That's the word. Exit. Oh if actually, you're in no. Germany, they're called an Auspark. No, actually, if it was if, you were, if it was this if it was a highway, then it would just be he's when you turn left instead of right. It's the same <laughs> exit.
2: Oh yeah, kind of.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, how is everyone this evening? Hey to the people in the chat room. I know uh, Beetle was in there a second ago. Uh, Matthew Hawker's in there. Anyone else? Say hey. Let us know what you're playing. Uh, Let's have a party. This is a podcast, but it's also a conversation. And uh, like any conversation, let's have some... uh, uh, There you go. I was going to say bad segue, but that works too.
1: Yeah, no segue is better than bad segue. (laughs)
0: All right, first up, Alexander Fister will be working with Capstone Games to release his newest game, Cloudage. Cloudage. I want to, like, put it together. You want to combine the words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game is set in a post-apocalyptic world where you search out barren wastelands in your airship to find resources. If you're just happening to have trouble visualizing that theme, imagine trying to find anything of value on Facebook. Same thing.
2: Oh my gosh! Alexander Fister's
0: good. I will say that the game looked the the cover that they showed looked beautiful.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, There was a recent haboob in Arizona,
2: dust cloud, yeah, a big
1: dust storm, and there was this one photography person we follow on Instagram, and he had a Mm -hmm. bunch of pictures of it, and we thought we were looking at the cover of that game.
3: Wow.
2: Yeah, just because of the way it was, I don't know the way he had framed. It was a still from a video. And the way it was, it looked like the cover of Cloud Age. I was like, wait a second. I had to like pause my stories for a second on Instagram. (laughs) And I'm like, hold on. Wait, this is a photography page, not a board game page.
0: (laughs) By the way, Matthew is saying he just played Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. I need a (gasps) BGG link to that like right now. I need
2: to play it again, Matt. We we played that a couple times.
0: I've never heard of this or I didn't think i heard of it.
2: It's kind of like Egyptian Rat Screw. Gotcha. Where you're saying one thing and putting down cards and when the word you're saying matches the card that was played, you slap.
0: So if it's yeah. like a gypsy Rat or Screw, it, is yeah. it one of those games where everybody has a different way of playing it? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I remember that was the thing in high school whenever you were playing that game. is was like, okay, what rules are we playing? Are we playing, you know, sandwiches? Are we playing, you know, doubles, <laughs> sevens oh, on jacks yeah. or whatever? No, the,
1: the twist on this game is you just don't want to be the last person in. Gotcha.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, it, it's a lot And you
1: actually want to get rid of all your cards.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: it's a lot of fun.
0: So this next piece of news was mandatory, or else I felt like Colin and Cindy would never speak to me again. (laughs) Uh, But the final expansion for Western Legends, titled Blood Money, is now up on Kickstarter. Uh, And
2: how fast do you think it took us to back this?
0: Uh, As soon as you got the notification, or... Actually, my money's going to be on. You were there hitting refresh, waiting for the page to go up. Yep. That's what my money's on. Yeah. Anyway, okay, sorry. Finish your news. Uh, if you've enjoyed all the content they've released so far, you are sure to enjoy the new bits that this expansion adds, like there's a risk die, uh, there's new characters, even like owning buildings on the board and new game modes. So fun fact, my friend Wesley wanted to try this game out, but he was overwhelmed by all the decisions so i made him a diagram with like a lot of symbols in fact it had so many symbols it needed a legend a west turn legend
2: oh my gosh
0: Uh, oh
2: Oh my gosh (laughs) i like your i gave it a pass yeah i don't (laughs) i liked what you said on our intro thing the text for the video
0: yeah. Uh, that the show notes laugh. for everybody else.
2: Oh yeah, show notes. There you go. That's what it is. It
1: wasn't totally bashing the game, so I don't even care. It was <laughs> like
0: I it, everything's gravy. Oh
2: See, yeah, you I weren't really nice. bashing Western Legends with no. your joke, were you?
0: No, I was just making a pun. Yeah,
2: I know. Anyway,
0: sorry. So uh Wormwood, speaking of Kickstarters, has launched mm. a new Kickstarter for a modular gaming table. So the way this works, according to their videos, with this table, you could purchase one of their smaller tables. And then if like you only have so much money and then later when you have more money and more space and you want a bigger table, you can buy an upgrade kit that you can, you know, like take off some of the legs and put on like longer legs. If you want to go from like a coffee table to like a normal table or you can add extenders on it to make it from like a, a regular table size to maybe like a deluxe dining room table size. Mm. So hmm. all sorts of different things. Uh, however, the coffee table size versions start at like four hundred dollars. So oh my, my budget is more in the yoga mat sized range. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that that Kickstarter blew up.
0: Yeah, it's at like uh, six seven it's like just about to hit seven million dollars, I think.
2: Million or yeah, billion?
0: million. Oh, okay. If it were billion that would be that'd be insane. Cray. I don't think anything's ever hit that. Uh, so, Burgers coming out. All right, I'm just going to caveat this. If you've never seen The Princess Bride, then you're not going to get this joke. And I, what's <laughs> wrong with you? I'm just going to say that. Also, side note, I have not seen The Princess Bride. Oh, uh, wow. What's wrong with you? I've read <laughs> the book. <laughs> I've not watched the, the video. So that's the only reason my, I keep my geek card is I've read the book. Okay. Hmm. Uh, But anyways, Ravensburger is coming out with the Princess Bride Adventure Book Game, a co-op game based on the cult classic movie that will be out in Target starting in October. Players try to compete challenges in each chapter that require players to be at like the right place at the right time and like spending like certain cards to move onwards. So however, just keep in mind, don't drop the game at all or you'll have box dents of unusual size. (laughs) Rodents, box dents.
1: Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. I was I was trying to you I'm know like, the R R O U S and I was like B D U S so was like is that make I know something? I was
2: going through the movie trying to think what is he talking about? Anyway. And it's been a while since I've seen it.
0: So well I, like, don't think, I don't think
1: I don't think they exist.
0: Okay. They're probably right. <laughs> uh, secondly, I'm just gonna say, you know how hard it is to write Like not only like one joke for a news story, but write multiple jokes for a news story. Because I did the punchboard parade that came out today where I did a news bit, but it was, that was more of making fake news bits, but I had to go Mm -hmm. things in a different direction than like if I was a news bit that I had in here. (laughs) Oh, right. So speaking of which, Plaid Hat Games has partnered with Team Covenant in our last story to create Ashes Reborn subscription service. Phil, did you see these? I posted them in the chat, but I figured you probably ignored it.
3: Uh, it all depends on which channel you posted them in.
0: Yeah, this is the new, it's uh, they're bringing back Ashes Rise of the Phoenixborn.
3: I actually saw that outside of anything you posted. Oh. It, um, I think I got an email to one of my accounts about it.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> Cool. So uh, probably from Team Covenant, because I know you have had stuff from them in the past. But uh, yeah, as long as their subscription, sir, it's a really interesting model. They're calling it like the player driven production model, but it's nothing new. It's just like uh, what GMT does it. It's like the P500. Oh, Is yeah. That what that's yeah, yeah. called. Mm-hmm. Well, for this, it's like as long as they get a thousand, which they've already succeeded. It was like in three days, <laughs> they get a thousand. Then they're oh, just wow. going to keep putting out new content for Ash's Rise of the Phoenixborn. Wow.
1: wow that's cool i know I a lot of people in, like it
0: i could go into other thoughts about that but what i will say is that it's a good thing they use the phoenix story for their game because any other time people mention ashes and reborn in the same sentence it's it's usually not much of a thriller oh my gosh just have to do oh it gosh. again that's, that's good <laughs> So yeah, that, that's the news. Or at least that's my news.
2: I liked what you picked. I don't know if you anybody else in here has
1: news. Excellent segue. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever told you you're the king of segues? Sometimes.
2: Oh, okay. Thanks for adding that. Would he be caveat. the
3: mall cop of segues? What?
1: <laughs> oh, uh, like king of queens? There you
3: go. There you go. <laughs> I don't understand. Kevin it's okay. James.
1: Colin I mean, I know Kevin, I Kevin
2: James and he was mall cop. Paul Blart.
1: Anyway, whatever. Anyway, uh, yes, Cindy and I are going to be moving soon. We've been talking about that for a little while. Mm -hmm. And with that, there's going to be some complications with us being able to coordinate and be on the show still. So we are going to be departing from boards and swords. Yeah. And as a single tear falls from Chris.
0: Well, it's a single tear. that gets sucked back up because then it's like I can find some people that get my jokes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> that. That's the that's the new requirement. Yeah, it's like that's application. In fact, the all the application questions will just be my jokes and see how and see they it, rate see them. who responds. Mm-hmm. Okay. But
1: yeah, since we've been talking mostly from a two player perspective, anyway, we're going to be trying to start something on our own that focuses on that two player as a couple. Type thing,
2: mm-hmm. so yeah. you can keep
1: an eye out for that in the future.
2: Yeah, so I mean, we've loved being a part of Boards and Swords. It's been a lot of fun, and we love Chris and Philip a lot. So this has nothing. It's nothing against Boards and Swords. It's nothing anybody's done. It's just coordination of us moving cross country. It will be quite difficult, and so we've just decided that you know we're gonna try our own thing for a little while, and maybe we'll hate it. Maybe we'll miss everybody so much, and we'll be <laughs> begging to come back, but. <laughs> But
0: yeah, Let's see what you get. Yeah, uh yeah, it was fun. And in fact, it I had been kind of preparing, for, like mentally, for this ever since I heard you guys were moving out. Because it was like, well, they say they're staying, but you never yeah. know until once you actually get in there. So when it was actually when Colin sent me a message, it was like, "Hey, have you got a second to talk?" I'm like, uh... <laughs> this, <laughs> this it, might be it." it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and it the time difference I think is the biggest issue, and especially with my my new job, I'm gonna have some evenings where I'm going to have to work. And so it's just, we don't want to screw things up too much in terms of the timing of when the recordings would be and all that. So it's just, just easier if we, we step aside.
0: However, it's not going to be, you're not going to be, they're not going to be gone completely because one of the things, and this is, uh, I guess it's like a plug for Patreon because uh, they are still going to be on the tangled in the slipstream sideshow piece. Yes. Actual play piece. So Mm -hmm. they are still going to be on that. And I think we're we're hoping to record that soon. I will go ahead and say that. So technically that was our $50 a month tier. And technically we dropped below that. But I will go ahead and reassure patrons that we are still going forward with it. A, because we were there for so many months and we didn't do anything yet because we were still getting stuff together and plus with all this move stuff. And B, I know there's a lot of people in tight spots right now anyways because of the pandemic. So these aren't exactly normal times. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, so. and,
2: and you have Colin and I, this is not our last episode. We have, well, no. this episode, and then we'll do one more and that, yeah. So one more after so this. So if one. you're
0: listening to this on the day that the podcast episode comes out, then you need to tune in tonight, <laughs> that oh. night for <laughs> yeah. the last episode.
2: <laughs> Correct. If you want to hear us live. If you want to hear it live. We're doing it live.
0: <laughs> so with that, uh, let's uh, what about what about games you've been playing? which i I mentioned it i spoiled it in the show notes and said you've been playing (laughs) imagine that you've been playing western legends what i want to know is was it because of the kickstarter because you knew it was coming or were you just like i want to get the game on the table oh
2: no we it had been a little while since we'd played western legends probably i think since april i think is when the was that april
1: it had been a while yeah
2: it had been a while so we decided like you know what let's bring it to the table so we played it a couple weeks well no, not a couple weeks ago. It was maybe about a week ago we played it. And, you know, we enjoy our two-player games very much. And then on in our Slack, our, pa- our Slack for the Patreon, patrons that we have, one of them mentioned that, oh, I've been, ever since you guys mentioned that Western Legends was a favorite game of yours, you know, my wife and I have been wanting to play it. We were hoping you'd teach us. And we're like, okay, let's <laughs> play. And so we set up a game... To play with them on tabletop simulator because Colossal actually has made it available on there now. Although somebody, it wasn't Colossal's version, was it? No, the it late- was
1: uh, someone else's someone version. Someone else's
2: version. Anyway, yeah, so Western Legends is on tabletop simulator. So we taught it to a couple, and they seem to really enjoy it. This yeah, is my it-, it was a lot of fun that they <laughs> well, they enjoyed the game. They enjoy like every
0: game. Not no, that's not true. That's not true. I, they but, make it appear like they enjoy every game.
2: Okay, yeah, they're they're very nice people. So. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't like a game, but didn't really make it known. But yeah, they the thing about Western Legends is there kind of is a learning curve in a way, because if you're playing with experienced people who know kind of, not that there's one path to victory, because there's not. Oh my gosh, Colin and I have tried so many different ways of playing the game and they're all viable winning strategies. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's, an overpowered strategy at all in the game
1: but knowing how to get but
2: knowing how to get points quickly is definitely key to the game and when you're new and still trying to become familiar with all the aspects of the game it it can be hard to do well (laughs) and so Colin and I definitely like unintentionally decimated them
1: (laughs) But we weren't on a team. But so. No,
2: we weren't on a team. It's just, you know, we're experienced Western Legend players, and so it was kind of like, I promise I'm not trying to beat you this bad. <laughs> but no, they they had yeah, fun. Sounds
0: like, that sounds like me playing Keyforge Forge with Philip. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like Chris was just on autopilot. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, Roger, he, at first, like, at the beginning of the game, his character was dealt with gambling a little bit and so he's like you know what I'm gonna try gambling see what that gets me and he he went to the saloon and gambled a couple times and every time he lost and so he basically and then he fought a bandit because when you fight the bandits you can get points for that and get some bonus stuff and he lost that fight too and so he felt like he just kind of wasted his first three turns because he didn't really get anything If that makes sense, you know, Mm. and not that gambling is bad because gambling can certainly get you points and help in this game. Yeah, in this game, (laughs) in this game, in Western (laughs) legends. But yeah, so he just felt a little frustrated with himself for not doing as well in the in his first three turns because he's like, oh, I probably if I had have done something different, I might have had more of a chance of, you know, catching up to everybody because his wife, Tina, was she was somewhat close in points to us so she was like within 10 points but then roger was like 15 20 points behind the rest of us <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. i think he ended the game with 11, 11 and you points. had 30 and i was right behind at 29 yeah
2: and i think tina had 20 so yeah but it, it was fun we we had a good time and
0: yeah yeah i've been filling up time that i would be playing games with making things talking about games.
2: Oh yeah, because you did the punchboard parade thing. Well, I did
0: that. So that was uh for those that don't know, we are part of the Punchboard Media Network. And I was you see all these other big channels that have networks, they'll do like the segments like board game breakfast and stuff like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well we have our, we have plenty of creators. And it's like, why don't we do something like that and put our own spin on it. So I came up with the idea for Punchboard Parade. So it's hosted the video's up. The first one's up now on the Punchboard Media YouTube channel. And It's hosted by me and with a couple. This time was about Gen Con Online, so we only got a couple segments from people. But it was a lot of fun. It was probably the most work I've put in the shortest amount of video ever. (laughs) Like the amount of time. The time time spent versus the time length of video is probably like the biggest ratio ever. (laughs) Mm. Uh, But not only that, I did like four videos on our YouTube channel last week.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. You have them. Putting out a lot um, of content,
0: so I've been kind of because I got I got criticized a bunch in one of my videos uh, when I was talking about Reddit that people were talking about like if they wanted to find out stuff about Reddit they had to like find it in the video and I could have just done and I should go back and do time codes for that because that'll help but uh, it also got me to think I was like I should be making single point videos not like a bunch of things mashed together mm. so, so not i just the
2: be, vlog style like you were doing yeah then.
0: that's kind of what i was wanting but i think that only really works when you already have the audience that's there oh, not yeah, when you're possibly. trying to grow mm. so like if i was already sitting with like multiple thousands you know if i had like other channels numbers then it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal but mm-hmm. for starting out so what i did is i just basically did the same thing where i could sit down and just record a bunch of stuff and then instead of glopping it all together i could just chop each up into individual videos that's but, cool um but I'll go back to that ashes bit because I this this actually spawned the newest video series I did is I was I don't necessarily agree with some of their methodology behind the the bringing back ashes just because they're basically cutting the game store out of this and you only get it oh, you only Team get Covenant. this game if you go through Team Confident like there's no oh. other way of getting the game that's except for yeah, international kind of I think internationally it'll get sent through retailers but. If you're in the U.S., the only way is through Team Covenant's website, hmm. yeah, which that is, is like interlinked with Plaid Hat for some of that stuff. Yeah, so, which is fine for a lot of games, but in a game like Ashes, I feel like it's good now, and they got the 1,000 hun- the now because it's the hotness. But I'm worried that when it's no longer the hotness... And the next shiny thing comes out that all those people are going to move to something else. Mm. And then suddenly those numbers will drop to like 600, 500, whatever. And then it's like, well, and now it's over. And now we don't have enough to do anymore. Cause that's like the thing with card games is, and that's something that magic's learned over the years. And I'm spoiling some of the web series stuff right here, but whatever. Is <laughs> you have to have, player churn it's not so much about growing your player base it's about replacing your player base Mm. that's why magic's existed this long because every time somebody leaves there's always more people coming in yeah you know like they have like a tar it's almost like a tar magic almost has like a target age group where it's like after a certain point you're kind of tired of playing but once you reach a certain age group you're like hey let me check this out
2: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: But because of that, and I wanted to talk about some of those things, I was like, why would anybody believe anything I say? And I was like, it got me thinking about, like, uh, establishing my uh, my cred almost. And so I started doing a video of all the collectible card games that I've played up to this point and breaking them down by card games. The first one, I I just, it's up on our YouTube channel now. The first one is based on a, a card game. It was the first CCG I ever played called Young Jedi that was, that mm, was a mm-hmm. game that came out to support the Star Wars Episode One release. Mm. So that was a trip. It was also, that was another video I put a lot of time and energy in just trying to remember how to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at why I stopped playing it, but I also looked at uh, when the game stopped as well. So there was some interesting reading about that. But uh, I, I still need to record, but this week's video is going to be about the second ccg i played which was actually a christian ccg really what was yeah. that it was called redemption Hmm. okay and i didn't know this apparently they still make this game interesting <laughs> yeah yeah so uh i know i had other stuff here in the banter but that counts as my banter so somebody else can talk Or <laughs> we oh that's right we already got so philip what about you what have you been up to um still the same thing i've been up to what were you playing? You said you were playing a game. I'm assuming that was a video game. Uh, Yeah, it's, uh, it's called
3: Deep Rock Galactic. Ah. Mm.
0: ah.
3: You play dwarfs in space, and you're mining on this planet, and then there's, like, aliens that come and attack you, and there's beers you can drink. Because it's a dwarf, <laughs> of course. That's, yeah. that's thematic. It's, uh, it's real fun. I've been playing that with our friends, uh, Chris and Mike. Nice. Yeah, we picked it up during a Steam sale, I don't know, a month or two ago, and just... Uh, been playing that, and then I've been um, I've uh, I've been using this very very nice gaming computer that I built to uh, watch a lot of Netflix. <laughs> that
0: seems like a waste. <laughs> I built. Hey, hey, my phone does 4K Netflix. You're, you're. Oh wow! Shut up. I think it does. I'm pretty sure it does. My TV does, <laughs> and I know my TV costs less than Phillips computer.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I laugh at myself a lot over uh, over. I really just built a very expensive netflix viewing machine
1: <laughs> jerry got us this nice tip calculator
0: oh my gosh i bet see. i need I, i've been people talk about that new fall guys game and i finally oh, yeah, yeah, yeah there's a
3: there's a few streamers who are um like online right now playing it yeah. for uh i think someone's playing it for charity for the Humane well Society. i had just
0: seen pictures of it and i was like what is the deal with this game oh my god i watched somebody play this game and i need to play this now
1: yeah i felt the same way
0: And But the problem is, is that it's just limited on what you can play it on because it's only like Uh. PC and PlayStation. I mean, I could play it on PlayStation, but I was watching it with Ashley and she's like, man, I bet you and Chloe would love this. But it's not like a a co-op, couch co-op kind of game. We're like, for those that don't know, it's like a battle royale game where you're almost like, imagine if somebody wanted to make minions without any trademark issues. That's what these guys look like to me. They're like little (laughs) cute monsters hmm. and it's like basically if you ever seen like one of the mxc or wipe out one of those like crazy obstacle courses that just knocks you all over the place and it's a battle royale where you try and stay in this obstacle course with like uh 50 other people or something like that
1: yeah the one i saw was you're trying to not fall down th- through the layers you're trying to like everything you walk across falls yeah yeah you're trying to be the last one like
0: yeah, like, like uh, oh. oh, is it out on the Switch? That might be it.
1: <laughs> so I'm sorry, be guys, it. I gotta go.
0: Yeah, I gotta go, guys. <laughs> and <laughs> that's our show. Well, because the problem was it was only available on, like, Xbox, P, uh, PS4, and PC, and I wanted oh to play gosh. it with Chloe, but you couldn't play multiple people. On the same, uh...
1: yeah. Matt's talking about a different game.
0: Oh, okay. But like, yeah, you could only play. You can't play multiple people at one box. That's my problem. Is I can't play like mm. me and Chloe. I don't think it would be that hard. They just haven't enabled it yet to where like we could both be on the PlayStation playing. Oh, okay. We'd have to have individual things in order to play. Okay. Oh, since they're being brought up, I didn't know. Oink. Oh, oink. Oink. That's the Japanese play that they made a uh, fake artist in New York. Yeah. Right. Yeah
2: they Among um, on others,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah. they made a video game. Really? Uh, what's the name of the? Oh, somebody else corrected me on the on the Switch thing. I they need to make uh, Fall Guys for the Switch because I would buy it Tw- two copies right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, let me. Uh, I did not know that. Uh, I need to take oint, note oint to games. self. Talk to Oint Games about video games on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of which, that just reminded me of another thing. I got a review code of uh, Roll for the Galaxy, the the new app. Oh, um, okay. I got a, a copy of that for uh, for Android. I need to download and test out. Oh, hey, Richmond, Philip, you know Richmond, fellow, Richmond fellow, wait in line at uh, 5 a.m. <laughs> in the Gen Con <laughs> press line, Richmond, because we're all crazy. <laughs>
2: hey, if it gets you your badges without waiting too long.
0: Well, it, also it was uh, okay. Take Sheen Hiroshi. Okay. Well, it was also that to get into the dealer hall an hour early, if you were one of the first hundred people. Right. That's great. <laughs> I was there too in my dreams. <laughs> he was like, I was there this year. Where were you? I bet the line was pretty short this year. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, there was somebody. I don't. I, I forget. I. I don't know who it was, but it was getting retweeted on Twitter of somebody actually in the Indianapolis Convention Center. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and they're like, "Where is everybody?"
2: <laughs> yeah, I totally saw that.
0: That was fun. They, oh,
3: there were a whole bunch of those floating around. You'd have yeah. people like, um, I think someone took a picture of the steak and shake. And they're like, guys, yeah. there's no waiting. Well, because there's, a lot, that of, live in yeah, there's a lot of people that I live guess. in Indianapolis, I
0: guess. Yeah, because I one of the Gen Con online games I was in, they were they were they they pulled out one of the Sun King beers. And I was like, oh, man, are they selling them online? They're like, I don't know. I just live in Indy. I'm like, you suck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You could live in Indy, whatever, you know.
0: I, I could live in Indy. What I would do in Indy, I have no idea because I don't know <laughs> what kinds of things are in Indy. Gen Con. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, the, the, yeah. I just need that Patreon to hit them numbers so that I could just do this <laughs> and then it'd be easy to go to Gen Con because I'd just be right there.
2: Indeed.
0: So, anyway, right, fill up 10-year plan. 10 year plan? Well, I figured that at our current growth rate that's what it's going to take.
3: I mean, uh, I mean, we could 5 year plan. Let's uh, let's be ambitious.
0: Well, yeah, but 5 year plan for you <laughs> and then 5 year plan for me, so that's 10 years. Okay. 10 years total. Got yeah. You,
3: gotcha. <laughs> it's like a total, Not sure man-
0: how that total- works.
3: <laughs> oh, no, it's like, it's like it's like total
0: man hours worked on a project.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. You guys are crazy. Well, no, because what's
0: what's going to happen is is I'm going to spend five years doing it, and then Philip's not going to do anything. So then I'm going to have to spend the next five years getting him to bust his butt. True.
2: There you go.
1: So you're not working on it anymore. You're just working on him to work on it. Exactly. Ah, okay.
0: So, my God. I think he just brought up a point. Does this mean it's a 15 year plan now? Now a 15 year plan. Ah, man. (laughs) Wow. So, speaking of things that are around 15 years old. I played a Be game. Be
2: very careful
0: where you going. <laughs> I played a game with my stepdaughter who is 16. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is a shock too. Uh, oh, yeah,
2: she's not. Wait, much wait, to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, anymore. what?
0: That child's 16? Yeah. Oh, my God. She's driving in, in, in the car with me being in the car. So She has her learners. And, yeah. and you made it here today? Yeah, I know. It's, it, trust me, it is <laughs> It is actually a shock to me, too. So if suddenly the podcast ultimately fails, then you know what happened to me.
1: <laughs> she drove the car into the house?
0: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. So uh, I mentioned this in one of my vlogs that I, I had held on to this. I had gotten this from uh, Bicycle Games. This is Tattoo Stories. And I had held on to it because the theme, the, the production looked great. Everything about the game looked great. Uh, and I had heard uh, Eric Schlosselin talk about it on Boards Alive. So I was really interested in it. And the the kind of theming with it being about like tattoo and, and crazy art, I thought would appeal to Chloe. So I pulled this out with Chloe and Ashley and got them to play. So first of all, this is listed as a four to six player game and 30 minutes so here's the other catch of this i'm going to be reviewing this game having never played this game by the rules
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh because it's hard to play four players right now it's hard
0: to play four players but also it depends on the four players you have to play so let me i will explain how the game's supposed to work and then i'll tell you how we play it because i've talked with the creator and this is an acceptable way of playing
2: (laughs) okay
1: well, there's that
0: so uh the game comes with a it's it's a party game uh and it comes with a stack of a bunch of cards each have different names on them like this says like pirate shit or pirate stuff i was supposed to say pirate ship not you know the other word <laughs> uh, like high heels ice cream there's just a bunch of random nouns and and stuff like that and then it comes with six Wipe off board or six whiteboards, which I gotta say, these are probably like the best high quality boards that I've ever seen in a board game. As Those far are nice. as like, like, these are like serious like cardboard here uh white It's like yeah. they stole it from a classroom yeah exactly and i like it because they also they have hashtag draw a tattoo on them oh nice <laughs> so i think that's cool too so i think it's like designed for you to like take pictures and post them up on the on the internet and stuff that's cool and then of course it comes with like your standard these are just your everyday try erase that you see in like every board game but Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I was impressed by the because I was expecting like the the railroad ink that's just the laminated uh, cardstock. Oh, that's yeah. what I was expecting oh. for for wipe off boards.
2: So I think Wits and Wagers has boards like that. You know
0: well, what? I The, think the you're version right. we have. I think you're right, but I think it's smaller. It's like uh, yeah, half, they they, they like are not that large. Size. Yes, you're right. The way the tattoo stories is supposed to work is one person is the customer, and they grab like a hand of 10 of these, these noun cards, and they pick five of them, put them out on the table, and then it's go. You got three minutes. The other players have to make a tattoo, incorporating as many of those ideas as they can, and some weird. Quirky way like tattoos are all about like symbolisms and stuff like incorporating different bits like oh this bit represents my mother and this represents you know there's this quote that I liked in a movie or whatever and as you play the the, the artists are supposed to like ask questions of the customer and like what's your favorite color what's your favorite movie to get inspiration to do this and then okay. after the three minutes or everybody's done they reveal and talk about why they drew specific Things and the customer gives the noun card to each or to the person that symbolized that aspect the best. Okay. In their tattoo. Uh, the other thing is you can't erase anything until you're done with like the drawing. Then you can erase the whole thing, but like you're oh, not wow. allowed to correct anything because it's permanent, uh, right? Because it's a t- it's a tattoo.
2: <laughs> it's a tattoo. Uh,
0: so uh, just cross that out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I sat down with Ashley and and Chloe, intending to play it this way. And as soon as I started to like you're a customer, she- Ashley's like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> He's like, you're you're over explaining this. We're not doing that. Because Ashley doesn't like any sort of like role playing kind of things. Like, no, mm. we're just we're just gonna So the way that we ended up playing it was basically we just drew five random cards out of this box, and then all three of us drew a tattoo incorporating those bits. And then we flipped them over and explained them. And the way I explain it is going to sound like a negative, but I'm really just talking about one of the first kind of feelings that you get like this. It feels like when you're playing cards against humanity, the first couple of times or anytime really you play it. And the point of the game is not to win. The point of the game is to get the biggest laugh out of your comments Okay. like it's that that's the kind of same feeling that we were going with, like in the real game. It's like once you get to a certain number of cards, you've won. But in our version and because this way all three of us could play and all three of us could draw at the same time is we're trying to see who can draw the funniest looking thing and incorporating um, all these different elements. Like uh, I I need to get some of the uh, Chloe took pictures of them and I I should have gotten them and I could have thrown them up here. But uh, some of them were pretty hilarious. Uh, I'm trying to. Oh, like one of them was like a mountain and like a movie quote and like a submarine and something like that. So I drew. I don't. I don't know how I got to thinking about this, but it was uh, I drew a mountain and then a submarine shooting a can of beans at the mountain. <laughs> uh, with the with the movie quote being "It's too early in the summer to be tired of beans," which is actually from Brokeback Mountain.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> so see, so you went with submarine,
3: mountain, and movie quote. Yeah, I was going to have an underwater mountain with the Red October. Yeah,
0: and then have.
3: There are things in here that don't react kindly to
0: bullets. Yeah, there you go. There's a couple oh other gosh. things that I, I don't remember exactly what were because the, there was obviously two other cards. Uh, tattoo Matthew's there. Tattoo stories leaves uh, room for a lot of room for customization, which is nice. Great game is great fun and it leads to some creative art. Uh, prompt games creativity always a good time. Yeah. So I, we love this game. And also it's really quick, especially when you play and you're not like playing to win. You're just playing around or something. You just like dinner. Like this could be a good like restaurant type game where it's just we pull it out and like while we're waiting for food or something oh
2: that's a good idea and then Mm.
0: like when food gets there you just wipe it off and 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 put it away also i found because everything like we have plenty of like baby wipes and alcohol wipes out because of all the the pandemic (laughs) stuff those are really great at cleaning whiteboards
1: but that stuff's like that's so precious isn't it
0: yeah well yeah but i only i don't use them like every time but like you know when you erase with the whiteboard and you get all that residue that's left Mm-hmm. So before I put it away, I clean off all the boards. So <laughs>
1: Who just came home from the store? Give me your wipe.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> oh Need gosh. to clean my boards. <laughs> uh, the only negative, there's only one negative critique I have with this game. And that is, it's a thematic choice. I know why they did it, but it's not very good. And that is the card text. They went with this cursive writing on it that makes mm. it sometimes hard to read. So like at least the first time you look at it. Is yeah. that mummy or morning? Exactly. <laughs> so I saw mummy. It is mu- It is mummy. But that's the that's the only criticism I have is that sometimes, like uh, like for instance, you remember when I said uh, pirates pirate ship? That's because I generally the first time I pulled it out and the way the cursive was, I thought it said pirate ship, but it's actually pirate stuff. <laughs> and it's just why one would
2: it be pirate stuff? It, it, it's That's not misleading,
0: it's it could also just be our brains. Um, but it's just something sometimes the, the letters kind of blur together, so mm-hmm. you don't 100% know what you're reading. Like the one that said mummy, if we had been playing it, I could have easily seen somebody calling thinking that was money instead. Mm. But we've, we've definitely had like someone be like, okay, we're doing this, and then I look over and I'm like, I think this is something else. <laughs> Interesting. And Eric's actually in the chat and he said he agrees with the text actually. So, I'm wondering if that was a publisher choice, but I don't think that's a negative. Like it is it is a criticism of the game, but we are still having a lot of fun with it. Um, and like I said, this is a party game that normally you'd play with like a lot of people, but the three of us are playing and having a lot of, of fun. I'm with. glad you're enjoying it. That's yeah. nice. Uh, and this actually came out last year. And I'm, one of the reasons I'm mentioning it, bring it up is because it got launched last year. And this was along with all the games by bicycle stuff that came out because bicycle makes playing cards. And they're like, we're going to make board games now. And I oh, saw yeah. the lineup where it didn't really describe a whole lot. It was just like the sell sheet that just had like a couple of words. And I'm like, none of these games really interest me. But I'm, I'm glad that I, I took a second look at, at Tattoo Stories because it's actually really, really great. And I need go to uh, get the photos. I may text Chloe right now while you guys are talking about your game. So go.
1: <laughs> so a uh, story that we... A story. You got me. A game that we got that we wanted to try out is called Nevada City. This is from Rio Grande Games and we wanted to try it out because it's a western game and uh we love westerns, don't we?
2: Yes, we do. I, I
0: don't know what you're talking about. I'm, <laughs> I what you've never played a western game before?
1: The first time I've ever heard of this. But yeah, so this is a western game. It plays 2 to 4 players, but I want to like put the caveat? No, just start with the end. Uh like TLDR? A, yeah, uh this game, it's not a bad game, but it's not a game for us. Right. Mm. So, yes. yeah, you're going to hear us kind of nitpick at it, but it's not saying it's bad. It's just these are reasons why it's not for us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like uh, it.
2: You want to explain how the game works? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> it's a worker placement game. There are going to be different places you can throw people action markers on to you can go and put them on your farm and Get crops cattle and silver you can put them on somewhere on the board to fulfill a contract or sell goods and get different kinds of goods and there are a couple of different elements that i have seen from other games in this like for one just having an enormous amount of goods in this like there's there's commodities and goods but there's uh there's eight different types of goods essentially mm-hmm. and then there's- yeah, i
2: think it's resources right Oh, that might be... Resources and commodities? commodities? Yeah,
1: resources and commodities, yeah.
2: Yeah, the resources are like the the cattle, the ore, and the wheat. And then the commodities are the wood, and the clay, and... Iron. Whiskey, and music. Or entertainment, I think is what it was, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, a cool thing in this game is each person picks a family at the beginning. Those are your workers, essentially.
2: And they're unique.
1: Yeah, so they all have different powers, abilities. It's nothing like fancy. It's just saying, like, this person is better at getting crops than this other person might Mm be.
2: This person can get you bricks really easily, that kind of thing.
1: So, yeah, you are sending workers to do these different actions, complete contracts, get goods, convert goods, and you're doing this over the course of four years, or in a two-player game, five years, and in a year, there's going to be a certain number of rounds. Mm-hmm. In a round, you play all the action markers from one of your family members. So if uh, if one of my family members has three action markers, I'm taking basically three turns in a row if I use that person. Right. And that's kind of cool, but it can also lead to a little bit of AP in there. And so I can say, okay, this guy, okay, he's good at getting crops, so I'm going to send him there, but also he's good at, uh, I want to get that contract over there, but maybe I should save that for this other guy, and so on. Uh, You're thinking about all this different stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there's some characters that only have one action. It's just like, okay, I know what I'm doing with that guy. Yeah. So you start out with four people, but you can... Hire additional workers over the course of the game. Uh, you're like basically hands on your on your ranch or uh, they come uh, your in homestead, on the, they homestead. They
2: come in on the train. You can hire them yeah. for a year or so.
1: So at at the end of a year, so once all the rounds in a year have passed, you can hire. You can marry them into your family. So if you have a single daughter, everyone every family has a mother p- father. Daughter or son. Mm -hmm. And you marry the opposite gender to uh, your son or daughter. And so if you don't have an available one, you can't marry them. And So the most you can get is six family members, and then you can still have additional workers. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so you can get more things throughout the game, and you buy buildings, and you place them on the board to be constructed with different, what was it again? Commodities. Commodities. So if, if a building needs two iron, a wood, and a brick to be constructed, I can send this person to it that they actually, when they go to help build something, they put an iron on it for free, basically. And so, okay, that's another option for something to know that person's good for it. Yeah. But So if you own a building, I I saw uh, Lahav in this way, if you own a building, you can go to that building for free, but other people have to pay you to use that building. Mm Mm-hmm. So that makes it okay more appealing to get buildings on the board yeah. and buildings are also worth points at the end of the game. That's the goal of the game, you want to have the most points. But uh something else I'm going to bounce back at the beginning of every round during a year, you're going to flip up an event.
2: Oh yeah, the event. And
1: there's a large stack of events that comes in the game and they do different things like sometimes they'll be good things. Not all. Uh, I'm trying to find one right now. <laughs> So, there is a flood of workers. So, hiring costs at the hotel are canceled for the remainder of the year. So, you can get people for... Cheaper? Yeah. I think you still pay the cost on their... Card. Card. But there's usually an an additional cost that's associated with it.
2: Where they are in the line.
1: But then there's other ones that make buildings catch on fire. So, you can't use that building for the rest of the year. Yeah. And then there's one that was an unfortunate thing because uh, over the course of the game, you're kind of... We were kind of leaning into the contracts aspect of it yes and then the last year it was pretty early on in the year we got mail strike as an event as place all available contracts on the bottom of the deck contracts are not available the remainder of the year
2: and it was our last year so we're like,
1: like, uh well, how can we get points okay yeah. uh They're
2: all right then and there weren't really buildings left to build because we built them yeah up. we
1: pretty much <laughs> built all the buildings. <laughs> And that that's another thing. Uh there's certain buildings that you cannot use in a two player game. Oh, that yeah. the rules tell you, okay, don't play with these buildings with two players and certain contracts give you bonuses if you have a building or if the building has been built It'll get the bonus to another player. Mm -hmm. And we felt those were kind of underpowered if it dealt with buildings that you weren't supposed to use.
2: Yeah, it was kind of strange that they would include those contracts in a two-player game without the buildings being in the game.
1: Yeah, the rules didn't address that. So we just discarded it and drew a new one if it dealt with something that we weren't playing with. Right. Another thing, this game takes up a lot of space. It's
2: a huge table hog. <laughs> it's a
0: table the, hog. Yeah.
1: Yes. It, the board itself. It's, it's three
2: it's, interlocking pieces. Would you say but it it's took like, up
0: the size of a city? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Just well, about. Well, the, the board itself is like three feet long. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Uh,
1: not, that's, not, that's no exaggeration. No. It, it, it's, a table it's that really, we have at home, it would probably take up most of the space. Yeah. On it. How big
0: is the I box? Mean, like, does it fold up that much? Oh yeah, it's a, it's it's a normal a ticket box. to
1: ride size box, okay. but it's yeah. There's one bifold board and then two additional boards that go on the side.
0: Oh okay.
2: And so it's a normal size box. Like it's
0: just it's, really long.
2: Yes.
1: And so, playing just the two of us, we're like, uh, I can't reach everything really because mm-hmm. it's so far away.
2: Yeah, you have to get up. Instead of just hey, can you pass me that?
1: But uh, so I'm saying all this stuff that's kind of negative on it, but it, it's really it's for a particular crowd. Like, mm-hmm. it, can you guess it, what
0: kind of crowd it would be? That's what I when I when I know a game is probably good, it's just not my t- style. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Try, so, no, I always we're, try and we're getting like, there. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, we're getting so, there.
1: Yeah. There is something that I did not like in this game. Is it felt a little too open. Like, Mm. if if I got a couple of buildings on the board and I just focus on those buildings, I can use those as much as I want practically and not have to worry about anything. So it felt a little bit too loose for me. And it makes me think that maybe people that like Caverna more than Agricola, Mm. like, because Caverna is a little bit more open. It's Mm -hmm. still more restrictive than this, but... There's Which I think more. is just
0: about everybody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot of people that like Agricola. I know. Yeah,
1: and I I actually want to try Agricola again for for that reason, not not because of this game, but just because
0: it's a farming so, game. Yeah, because it's a farming <laughs> game. Yes.
1: So yeah, I I'm hesitant to give this a an actual number mm-hmm. just because I know like because you're already saying really it's, not, enjoy
0: it's not for you. Yeah. Correct. Like we yeah. played
1: it and it. I understood stuff that was going on in it, yeah. and
0: it's not
2: that it's necessarily. I mean, it's a heavy game. I use air quotes. Like I don't. I don't know what the weight is on BGG, but I mean, it's definitely not like your average gamer's game. That's for sure. And it and it's not like it was anything that was too heavy for Colin and I to play. Right. I mean, we we certainly comprehended it all, and that didn't at all deter me because I I enjoy games that can be heavier but i feel like this is one of those games like it's very dry Mm -hmm. and not that i'm adverse to not having you know theme or you know I, i i'm fine with dry games like i love castles of burgundy that's fairly dry but i think that's
1: the definition of dry
2: yeah yeah but this just didn't click with me and so i feel like if you are one of those people that really likes like heavy dry euros, this is going to be something that you would probably enjoy. Mm-hmm. And maybe we, maybe I personally didn't enjoy it because I was expecting more of a Western game. And this feel, I mean, I get, it did feel Western-y, I suppose, because sure, you're like, not colonizing, that's the wrong word. You're building up your little ranch and you're building up this, the city of Nevada City, you know? So it was that aspect of Western exploration, but it didn't feel like Western exploration to me for some reason. I, right. I don't know. It just
0: And uh I don't know. Eric mentioned in the chat that uh, it's got uh, great artwork though, unlike a lot of heavy dry Euro games. This has great artwork. Oh, maybe he was talking about ta- his game Tattoo Stories. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you I mean, have, like, hold up hold up the box. The, yeah, the,
2: Eric was talking the, about the tattoo box,
0: stories.
1: The box is good. That's what I like I, the box I, art. I thought I
0: saw the box and it looked it didn't look that compared to a lot like I, I, well, I got
2: to grab it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, the box art's what intrigued me for the longest time. When yes.
2: you compare it so, to like Castles
0: of Burgundy, it looks pretty good.
2: This box art is delightful. Yeah. I like that. But then when you look at the sides, I can't do this without stuff falling. Right. There we go. If you look at the side, there's little characters. And it's just like this. That's not... I don't know. I By the way, homesteading
0: was the. It might be the term you were looking for. Oh
2: yes, homesteading. Thank you. That is it. But yeah, so I don't. I think that art works kind of funky. And then like the resources, they're little cardboard chits, which is fine. I have no problem with cardboard chits as being my tokens. Like I'm totally fine with it. But these are just. They're so boring yeah i actually <laughs> like,
1: prefer the cardboard chips in uh carson city as to the wooden bits they
0: spend all the all the money on the box art the,
2: the <laughs> just the box cover really but yeah like i mean there's nothing necessarily bad about these tokens but it's just so generic and so like So
0: apparently the missions have that look like they were torn out of old newspapers. Yeah, the... uh, the
2: Oh, yeah, they did. So
0: I'm assuming Eric's played this game. so (laughs) Because he was talking about Nevada City.
2: Okay, yeah. I mean, and some people may very much enjoy this artwork. It's just not my preferred art style.
0: I was just mentioning when you're talking about dry Euros, like Castles of Burgundy, this has like several legs up as far as cover art. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mm.
2: cover's so much better.
0: Or like uh, Trois, like the first version, the original version of Trois. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Is there a new version?
0: I thought oh, it was getting remade or something. I'm getting my news mixed up. <laughs> All those games are blending together. Oh, they're making a dice game. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of.
1: Oh, yeah, Trois too. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what I'm and thinking of.
2: And then one other weird thing. Now, this might just be a print issue with our it, game. It's a
1: factory issue. Uh, the, so the blue tokens, they for the pl- blue player, they came out as more navy than okay. a like the rules. The rules show, show it like a bright as blue, a, like a traditional blue. Okay, but they came out as like a navy, and there's a black player as well, mm. and they're very hard so, to tell apart. Yeah, it, on it the board. can be really hard. Gotcha. But yeah. we played a two player so that wasn't a navy. So issue. we use yellow and navy. It was just my initial sorting of the pieces where it was a problem. Uh
2: huh. Yeah. Cool. So I, I mean. Yes, not not necessarily a bad game. People will definitely love this game, but it's not for us. It was not that western game that we expected it yeah, to be. Yeah, you're
1: interacting in a different way than we're used to with a western game. Mm-hmm. Like in Carson City Western Legends, like you're kind you're the interactive stuff is getting in each other's faces. Mm-hmm. And and this, you're just getting a building and putting it on and yeah. hoping someone comes and uses it.
2: And, and that might be why we don't like it because it's just totally different than what we expected. I, you know, I don't know.
1: And, and there's also, you know, you're taking spots before other people can take it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that oh, yeah. was that's Nevada, Nevada City, City from Rio Grande. Yep. Rio Grande Games.
1: It might be pronounced Nevada. I've heard people saying no, it's pronounced Nevada
0: you're moving Savannah? closer so you should know <laughs> like in that next to Arizona I'm, I'm getting my, my it geography is. Yeah, yeah, wrong.
1: It, it shares an edge yeah
0: okay uh before I start talking about Patreon I got I got Chloe to send me some of the pics and I think the oh, easiest cool. way is me to attempt to just show the phone so and luckily we took pictures with the words in here so I can remember what these drawings were so <laughs> the, here's the best here's the best set here uh this is t- this is back to tattoo stories which to correct the comment about the font the font of the the card the font style apparently they it was in a different font and they changed it to be more thematic because they said that tattoos are supposed to be slightly misunderstood anyways (laughs) well that's kind of clever uh so the the words were uh this isn't the same one so it must have been submarine must have been a different one because this has castle submarine juggling geometric shapes an infinity symbol. <laughs> so Ashley did, Ashley did like, she drew a castle with like, like shape fireworks, basically geometric shapes out front and then a juggler up in the front. That's and then Chloe okay. and I kind of went very similar, very similar routes, except for she drew a castle juggling
2: with, oh all, my the gosh. Di- <laughs> with all the
0: different shapes. And then I drew because the first thing I said when I saw Infinity Symbol, I was like, Oh, I can make somebody's eyes be the infinity symbol. Wow. And then his mouth is the geometric shape, and then he's juggling a castle, some other geometric shapes, and a submarine.
2: That's hilarious. Wow.
1: I actually like yours the best. I, I like the, the movement lines. I I think did it for yeah, me. Yeah,
2: I like that too. That's really cool, Chris.
0: Yeah. So there you go. That was that just shows you uh, and and in fact, this isn't even going on the shelf down here. It's gonna go upstairs by the table where we could just where you like play pull it, right it regularly. Out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And with that, let's uh let's talk Patreon for a sec. Cause uh one thing I forgot is uh we need to uh we need to finish our top fifty games list for our Oh, right. oh my gosh. I know I think we're only on like thirty-five. Yeah. yeah.
1: And mine's kinda, kinda, kinda morphed a little bit already.
0: <laughs> well, I'll it's just gonna to... be as is. You can revise it later on your own show. <laughs> Yeah, but uh what we're talking about is if you go to patreon.com slash boards and swords we've got our patreon there it just kind of helps just support like i was able to get some new lights for the studio that sort of thing and help like i i've, I've also used it to get some games to play on the dirtbag show we've used it to help get some supplies and stuff we need for the tangled in the slipstream uh The podcast or actual play I stumbling over myself, but yeah, and we're not asking for a whole lot. I don't even want you to look at the other tiers. All I do is want you to look at the $1 a month for $1 a month. You are getting access to our private slack where you can ask us any and everything you ever wanted. And then you get access to our super secret feed, which You can get any of these bonus extras. That's where the Tangled in the Strip stream is going to be. String is going to be. All that stuff, a dollar a month. That's all you got to do. If you want to do more and get dice and stuff, and I know for the past couple episodes, I said I've been sending out, I'm going to send out these dice. I've sent out half of them. (laughs) Half of them have already been sent out. They got sent out last week.
2: I've seen them posted somewhere. I forget where.
0: So, especially if you are a newer patron, yours got prioritized first since you hadn't gotten any before. Uh, If you Uh, have gotten dice, you're at the bottom of my list. So, aha! Hoser40K just got the the boards and swords dice. And then I also found like a set of pins that I'd had, buttons that I had gotten forever ago. I just threw those in as well because I was like, why not?
2: Nice.
0: So, so there you go. If you want to do that, that's five dollars a month. That's up to you and what your financial status says. But a dollar a month is all we really ask for. And thanks to everybody that is hanging out with us and that has been supporting us over at uh, Patreon.com/slash Boards and Swords. And now I'm going to turn it to myself. I forgot for a second that <laughs> yeah, I did the have game. Yeah, you the game show. All right, now it's time for the segment where Chris attempts to do a board game or attempts to do a game show that probably sucks. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one probably shouldn't suck that much because I ripped it off from somebody else, and it is basically the best ones. We're basically doing higher or lower. Oh, okay. This is I've seen it done on, or I've heard it done on. Uh, this game is broken. Uh, However, this is a separate list. This is we're gonna do as of earlier today when I grabbed this list. This is the BGG hotness list. Oh, higher or lower. Mm. So okay. all you got to do is I'm going to give you a game. In fact, your seed game. So your starting game is the Castles of Tuscany,
2: Oh, yes. which is a
0: game that's not ranked yet. It's in 2020. It's not officially ranked on like BGG, but the Castles but of the Tuscany is list. in the hotness. Uh, that's your starting game. And so I'm just going to go kind of in order around the screen okay? and just give you one and just rotating around. And then, Philip, are you keeping track in the show notes? I will keep track. Okay. Okay. Uh, awesome. so, and I will give you the date that it either came out or is scheduled to come out. Uh, here is the problem. I'm not going to give you the exact numbers because you're only dealing with like 15 games. So the ability to just game theory this out is really high. So I'm going to just <laughs> tell you if you're right, if it's higher or lower, but I'm not going to tell you by how much. Okay. Okay. And then afterwards I can read the complete list. If you're really curious as to where everything's placed. How many
2: games are in the hotness? 15. There's 15 games. Okay.
0: So this should go pretty fast, probably. So first game, like I said, is Castles of Tuscany. All right, Cindy, Gloomhaven from 2017, the number one game on Board Game Geek. Is it higher or lower than Castles of Tuscany on the BGG hotness hotness as of earlier today?
2: So the hotness being what people are searching for right now. That's like what's
0: on the minds right now.
2: This is hard. Um, I'm going to say lower. You're saying I don't that think Gloomhaven is lower. I, yes. Gloomhaven is further away from one. Okay.
0: Yes. Gloomhaven is lower than Castles of Tuscany. And by the okay. way, I'm not saying that Castles was the number one on the hotness. It was just right, in right. the list somewhere. So yeah. yes, Gloomhaven was lower than Castles of Tuscany. So, Colin, Uh your game is Cloud Age. Cloud Age, you know, just announced 2020. Is it higher or lower than Gloomhaven on the BGG Hotness?
1: I'm going to say higher.
0: Okay. Cloud Age is higher than Gloomhaven, you're saying? Yes. That is correct. Cloud Age is higher than gloomhaven so philip okay. your game is wingspan which came out in 2019 last year number 20 on the overall bgg ranking page uh one of my wife's recently favorite games is wingspan higher or lower on the hotness than cloud age and cloud age the one the game um, that just got announced so it's I'm, more of how much do people are talking about?
3: I'm going to say that wingspan is lower than cloud age.
0: Okay, this game's going super easy right now because you're correct. <laughs> Maybe Aww. I didn't do this well. I think it's going to get harder.
2: I would have gotten that wrong. I would have said wingspan well, was higher.
1: I I happened to be needing to find cloud age like either yesterday or today, and it was at the top. So I wasn't going to say anything until now, until it wasn't you're, the you're, measuring you're right. stick.
0: It, it was at the top. Yeah, but all right. So the next game. So Cindy, we're back to you. I, I think this is when it's going to start getting harder. Brass Birmingham. Oh, versus from twenty eighteen. The number three game on, on BGG. BGG. Is it higher or lower than Wingspan?
2: I think it's lower.
0: Going with uh, you're saying that Brass Birmingham is lower than Wingspan in the hotness. In the hotness, mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. incorrect. Oh. Brass Birmingham is higher than okay. Wingspan.
1: Mm.
2: All right then.
0: The All right, Colin, your game is the number 13 game on the BGG on the BGG 100 and it came out in 2017, Spirit Island. Oh. Spirit Island higher or lower on the hotness than Brass Birmingham? That's
1: got some nice broken token and big box stuff coming out right now. I'm gonna go higher.
0: Okay, you're saying I, I'm repeating so that there's, there's no chance that I'm getting it incorrect or limited chance. I guess there's still a chance. <laughs> you're saying that Spirit Island is above Brass Birmingham on. It is on closer
1: the hot- to the most hottest thing. Okay,
0: that would be correct. It is higher. Cool. Hmm. All right, Philip. Your game is Root, the number 34 oh. game on BGG. Came out in 2018, has a bunch of cute little animal meeples, but is it higher or lower on the hotness list than Spirit Island? I'm going to say it's lower. It is lower. So that's another okay. point.
2: Everybody's at two points but me.
0: Yep. <laughs> You made right. a mistake earlier. Well, here's here's your chance to redeem yourself. Uh is Hamburg. Oh the 2021 announced revised version. Is it higher or lower than Root? This is the Bruges replacement. Yeah. Yes. The Bruges. Um,
2: so Root was higher than Spirit Island. Is that correct?
0: Root was lower than Spirit Island. Oh,
2: lower. Okay. Then Hamburg, I'm gonna say it's higher.
0: That is correct. It is higher than Root. Hamburg is higher than Root. All right. Colin, you're back to at- me. Uh, now we're going to get a little bit further away from the from the top of the list. Uh, your game came out in twenty eighteen at twelve sixty. Smartphone Inc. Mm. Is Smartphone Inc. Higher or lower than Hamburg? Uh,
1: well, I've been seeing pictures about it recently, but
0: I think
2: it's coming to the U.S. soon. Uh... It's already here. I thought. Is it? Uh... it wasn't available in the U.S. for a long while. Oh, so. I don't know when it came, if it has yet.
0: I thought it had been out for a while, because I thought it was advertised at Gen Con last year.
2: Oh.
1: It might have been, but it was it was really hard to get.
2: Yeah, it was an SN mm. release, and like people were like, yes, I have a copy of Smartphone, and everybody's like, what? What? I want this.
0: So, uh, is it so, higher or lower than than uh, uh, Hamburg?
1: I am going to say it's lower. You
0: would be incorrect. Smartphone mm. Inc. is higher than Hamburg. Mm. By two yeah, spots. Yeah, I could have gone either way. I'll let you know this one. It was by two spots. Yeah. Hmm. All right. The next one, Philip, you've actually played this game, Marvel Champions, the card game. What? Marvel Champions? Yes, this is actually, Marvel Champions is, the, is, on, is in the top 100 now, guys. Oh, good for you. It is 64th. Oh, what? 2019, 64. Is Marvel Champions higher or lower than Smartphone Inc?
3: I'm going to go with it's lower.
0: It is lower. Mm. mm. Now, Cindy, we're back to you. Had I done this game like 2 weeks ago, I feel like this might be in a completely different place, but your game is fort oh. 2020 4063 is fort higher or lower than Marvel Champions? Higher. It is higher.
2: Yeah. All Hmm. right. it's super popular right now.
0: I used die to randomize this, but I don't know if... I think it might have been too predictable. (laughs) All right. uh, Colin, Terraforming Mars. We're back to (laughs) number four. Is Terraforming Mars higher or lower than Fort?
1: I hope it's lower.
0: It is lower. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. When uh, will people shut up about that game? I'm
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: And then Philip. Arkham Horror, the card game. Is it higher or lower than Terraforming Mars? I'm going to say it's higher. It is lower <gasps> by one spot. Oh, man. Tiebreaker. I think
2: we're all three tied
0: now. Are we? Well, there's I two left. so well, I think everyone, everyone got something wrong. I think there's two left, so I think we're going to have everybody answer these. All right. So your next game is Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion versus Arkham Horror. Actually, you know. What? No. What? Because that, that's too easy.
2: Because uh, I think be you're, higher.
0: All, you're all just going to guess higher. Yeah. So we're going to, I'm going to skip. So we'll start last. So the final question, this will be worth like two points. Which <laughs> one is higher on the list? Is it Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion or is it the Princess Bride adventure book game that I just announced, that I just talked about? Hmm. So Bloomhaven Jaws of the Lion came out in twenty twenty and is currently ranked at two hundred and fifty six, or the Princess Bride adventure gay adventure book game, also coming out in twenty twenty, but un- but unreleased as of yet, but was just announced I think about a week ago. So mm-hmm. Philip, we'll start with you. Which one is higher on the hotness list?
3: Princess Bride.
0: Princess Bride. So Philip's going Princess Bride. Colin. Uh Probably should have had you write these down.
1: I'll do Princess Bride as well.
0: Princess Bride as well. So, Cindy. I was
2: saying Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion.
0: The number three game on the Hotness versus the other one, which is the number five game. The number three game on the Hotness is Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion.
1: Oh, I win. So, no tiebreaker.
0: No tie. <laughs> what? No, Cindy won. That then? was the tiebreaker, basically. That was the tiebreaker.
1: I know. If Philip and I were both right, then there would have had to be been like another
0: yeah. subset. Oh, OK. I would have. But I won. Salt. Yeah. The overall list What Cloud Age, Castles of Tuscany, Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lions, Smartphone Inc., Princess Bride Adventure Book Game, Hamburg, Fort, Spirit Island, Gloomhaven, Brass Birmingham, Marvel Champions, Terraforming Mars, Arkham Horror the Card Game, Root, and then Wingspan topping off the list wow yeah
1: uh, the two I remembered because I yeah I said I looked at the hotness just to pull up Cloud Age real quick and yeah I knew Cloud Age Castles of Tuscany and then my mind just so after the first few games I had no information
0: all Hmm. right well that is all that we've got this time so again like I said you can let me know how terrible that was no it was fine
1: yeah it wasn't as terrible as some of the other ones
0: that's true all right (laughs) I think we're done roll that music That wraps up this week's episode. If you want to watch the show live, we'll be here. Some of us are leaving, but some of us will still be here. (laughs) Every other Wednesday, boardsandsortscom slash live has the schedule and the links to our live streaming channels. That's the place to go.
3: And if you like this show, you gotta
0: check out our website, boardsandsorts.com, where you
3: can find our second podcast, The Dirtbags of Holding. And that's where we take all the greatest RPGs that these developers put their hearts and souls into, and we rip them apart for your enjoyment.
2: (laughs) If you like this show, you can email us comments and questions at feedback at boardsandswords.com. You can follow us on Instagram at boardsandswordspod or on Facebook at facebook.com slash boardsandswordspod. And you should follow our individual accounts. I'm Cindy Pastorius on Twitter and Instagram.
1: I am coldcakes196 on Twitter and Instagram
0: i am chris isn't bored b-o-a-r-d on twitter and instagram
3: and you can find me on twitter at phil the dirtbag
0: and
1: we are also a part of punchboard media a collaboration effort of different people making written reviews uh, podcasts videos and you can find all this great content at punchboardmedia.com today
0: And thank you for listening. Once again, go check out patreon.com slash boards and swords to help support the show. We'll be back in two weeks for another show. In the meantime, remember that every gamer has a story and you need to be going to YouTube and checking out all these cool videos I'm doing. (laughs) And also, Hoser40K should not be getting off work early just to watch these. You can watch them, you know, later. Yeah. (laughs) You're yeah, we'll in the still Slack, respond man. to comments. You can live chat with us in the Slack while you watch it. True. True.
1: Ooh, yeah. Live live tweet of sorts.
0: And Sean Collins is saying he missed it. He should just like you should be able to just like rewind the thing. Or I'm about to hit stop and you could just hit play. There you go. so the music ran out. It's over. I don't know how. I get cat hair on the mic when the cats haven't been down here. It Have they been rubbing your on clothes? your face
1: and then you rub your face on the mic?
0: Maybe. I don't know. All right. Uh, That's I'm how ready.
1: STDs transfer.
0: That's true. <laughs>